Hey everybody, welcome back. Um, it is currently Wednesday, so I am very much off my game this week. I am just kind of behind. Um, and we kind of talked about this last week, but like I've just been kind of in a funk. Like I just feel a little like depressed and just kind of fucked up as of as of late. Um, just just feeling like kind of out of it and like unmotivated and uninspired. So I'm really hoping that recording today kind of just like boosts my mood a little bit, makes me feel a little bit better, a little bit more confident. Um, and like this podcast is all about being vulnerable. So I'm just kind of opening it up like on an honest, very real note. Um, but that's just how I've been feeling. And so like usually I record these every weekend and I usually edit on like Mondays, Tuesdays, maybe Wednesdays. And unfortunately, that is not the case this week, but we should be good to still get it up um, on Thursday if you guys listen whenever these uh, come out and you listen to it like live when it drops. Um, yeah, this will be, you'll be listening a day from now. Um, but regardless, I'm excited for what we're going to talk about this week. I asked in, I think it was episode two, I put up a poll for you guys and pretty much just asked you what it was that you wanted to hear more about and what we wanted to kind of discuss more in depth on the podcast. I, I give you guys like a drop down of like, you know, a few things and topics. And I think um, the the winning topic was relationships, dating and friendships. So we're going to dive a little bit more into that today. And I'm excited. We're going to kind of talk about some stuff that we've glossed over in previous episodes, but didn't really get to go too in depth on. So that'll be nice. Today, we're going to talk about letting go of relationships, when to hold on to relationships, and feeling alone. Um, And I think that this is going to be really relevant for a lot of the people listening. Honestly, no matter how old or young that you are, I think it's a part of life. And I think for me, I've realized this is a season of my life where there's so much change happening all at once. It's so incredibly overwhelming, especially in my relationships. Um, And I'm talking broadly, but it's mostly my friendships that I'm referring to. Um, Obviously, I'm in a romantic relationship of like over two years, but that's one of the most steady like things that I have going for me right now. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty chill in that regard. Um, but I would say I've just, I've had a lot of time to reflect recently and I've just seen a lot of change in my relationships, change in the way that people, um, you know, from my childhood, from college, you know, are, you know, talking to me, reaching out, you know, people are moving across the country. I know people that are planning on moving internationally. Um, and it's just a point in my life where I feel like everyone's just so busy and just has their own things going on. And and it's and it's like a bittersweet feeling. So I kind of wanted to talk about that because I feel like that's something that is I would think is pretty relatable, especially if you're someone that's like recent postgrad or even like in your mid twenties, late twenties, early thirties, I feel like there's just so much change and growth that happens to people. Hopefully, that your relationships are bound to either evolve or kind of fall apart. So, I wanted to start off by just talking about how I feel like 
recently or in this era of my life, I've seen a lot of breakups, a lot of lost friendships, a lot of new relationships, um, you know, people that are starting to date again after, you know, taking a long time off because it was just too draining. People that are, you know, that I'm friends with that are done dating because they're just like, I can't do it. It's like so mentally taxing for me. Um, and so I feel like I've just seen a lot of that recently. And I wanted to talk about that because I think that covers a lot of bases. And I feel like no matter who you are listening right now, you're, you, you might be in, in one of those positions that I just kind of listed off, but I think right now, and for reference, I'm 22. Most of you know that. I think your early 20s are a really important time to find yourself. And I think with through that, you can kind of figure out what it is that you really want from your relationships nowadays. And obviously, you're like, yeah, no shit. Like, that's that's pretty obvious. But I really, I don't think when I was younger, I looked at my friendships in the light of what am I gaining from this? Is this making me a better person? Is this person pushing me to grow? Are we evolving with one another? Are we, you know, is this is this a positive, mutualistic kind of relationship? And I've noticed in the time that I've had to reflect and just kind of work on myself, you know, picking up new hobbies, doing new things, meditating, journaling, looking into therapy, shit like that. Shit I never thought that I would really be wanting to do. Quite honestly, I think I was very like skeptical and cynical for most of my life about that kind of stuff. But like, you know, mental health and post-grad is a huge, was a huge punch in the face for me. And I think I've just worked a lot on myself and I think it's time to figure out who you really are and and what you want out of your old relationships. Because if you're not aligning on, on those things, that maybe once you did align on when you were 18, 19, 20, maybe this is a childhood friend. You've been best friends. You're like siblings. And it's still possible that there might just be a disconnect there. If there's no growth, if there's no real underlying connection anymore, I think that's something that's important to think about and to kind of be constantly reevaluating. Um, I think for me recently, because like I said, I feel like my life is fairly steady recently. It's it's not there's not a lot of drama, there's not a lot of chaos. It's it's just fairly steady. I have a fairly normal routine. It, it's a little bit mundane and kind of monotonous recently, which there's pros and cons to that. Um which I could talk about for literally a whole other episode and I will in the future about just kind of being in a 9 to 5 routine and and kind of that Monday through Friday every single day is the same kind of thing. Within that, I've had time to just literally sit in the silence and be alone with myself and with my thoughts. And I've really been able to tap into, you know, my friendships and the connections that I do have. And I've recently been asking myself, who's making an effort? Who's like fallen off the grid? Who do I feel closest to in this season? You know, and Mind you, I'm asking myself the exact same questions. Um, you know, could I be going the extra mile? Could I be reaching out more? Could I be a little bit more present with some of these people? And I think through those simple things, you'll get a lot of clarity and kind of clarification on maybe where you stand with some of your friends or, you know what I mean? And like I said, this could be a long distance friend, someone from college, someone that you used to live with. This could be a childhood best friend 
doesn't really matter. I think it applies because relationships are relationships at the end of the day. And I've found myself kind of struggling recently, you know, trying to grapple with, you know, are are they kind of going radio silent because they, they have a lot going on? Like, you know, maybe they just started a new job, you know, oh, I know they just moved in with their boyfriend or, you know, I know they're starting grad school, you know, at this point in your life, there's so many different friggin' avenues that people are going down and it's just crazy. And yeah, some people have busier lives than others and some people have a lot more going on than others. And I think the fact that I've kind of gotten to take a back seat and just kind of observe for once, it's given me a lot of clarity. But it's also hard because I'm I'm struggling to give people grace and also to hold people accountable. And I'm sure that this is something that those of you that are listening can relate to. You know, it's really hard. I think sometimes we want to give our friends the benefit of the doubt, but it's also like, at what point do you kind of either take your, take accountability yourself if you've been, you know, kind of a crappier friend lately, which is fine. We all go through shit. Stuff happens. But it's also like, you know, when do you hold your friends accountable? Um, You know, when do you maybe bring that up to them or maybe reach out to them? Maybe it's time to check in with them, you know, and just kind of see like, hey, like, what's up? Like, maybe that's worth it. I don't know. And, And that's something I've been kind of struggling with recently, just kind of trying to figure out where people are at and trying to like kind of meet them in the middle But at the end of the day, I think sometimes I just need to take my own advice and just communicate and just be upfront and open about it because that's the way that I tend to communicate. But I'm also such an analytical person. I like really am an overthinker. And sometimes I just kind of get into these like mental rabbit holes and I struggle to get out. So I feel like that's kind of what I've been experiencing recently is just trying to grapple with the fact that all of my friends and myself are in totally different seasons of life and that's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I have friends that are single. I have some that are coupled up. I have some that are really far away. People that are living alone in a new city. Some people that are moving internationally, starting new careers or grad school. And it's just like, you know, you, I think it's, it's, it's a constant cycle of trying to find the balance of, being supportive and trying to relate and trying to connect while also holding each other accountable. So that's something I've just been, you know, thinking about a lot recently. Um, And I had a conversation about it with one of my best friends. You know, we were just kind of talking about, you know, people that we've been close with for a really, really long time, like 10, like 15 years, more than, more than that, actually. And, you know, it's crazy because, we get stuck in these cycles of, you know, you always expect a certain person to maybe be there for you, or you always expect a certain person to be a certain way or hold a certain role in your life. And when they kind of stop fitting in that, you know, you start like jamming a square peg in a round hole, like it, it's kind of shocking. And it's like a little bit jarring because you kind of have to, again, you have to kind of reevaluate and be like, okay, like what's going on? Is this me? Is this them? Like, is this okay? Like, is this, is this positive change or like, are they just like being a crappy friend or am I being a crappy friend? And I think, you know, 
through that conversation, I realized, you know, I'm not the only person that feels this way. Um, and that was one of the things that kind of pushed me to talk about this topic. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm beyond happy for everyone in my life, in my circle that's doing well. It just sometimes it's hard knowing that life is only going to get crazier and it's only going to get more difficult, especially as people are you know, we're growing up and we're moving away and we're settle. Some people are settling down. Some people are having kids if that's what's important to them. You know, obviously that's not the only path that people have to take. You know, like that's, that's not the only thing that I think people were meant to do. Um, I think there's a lot more to life, but it's just hard trying to grapple with all these changes at once because I think we're all trying to handle so much and it's really easy to be like, oh, well, I've just been busy. Um, but it's like, you know what? Like everyone's busy. You know what I mean? Like we all have our shit. We all have things going on. And, and it's like, I don't, I feel like sometimes it's like easy to just sit and compare and be like, oh, well, you know, I, I have this job and I do this and I handle all of these things. Like, here's my fucking to-do list that I have every single day. Like, what are, what's your excuse for not reaching out? And it's like, I don't really think there's a point in like cherry picking and comparing. It's just kind of like, at the end of the day, just like make sure that you're being a good friend and make sure that your friends are being good friends to you. Because I think this period of life is really evolutionary for a lot of people. At least I feel that it should be because if you're not growing, like and you're just kind of being stagnant, which happens in, in phases that, that happens. It's part of being a human being, but it's like, if you're kind of like regressing and your friends are moving forward, I think there's, there's bound to be something that kind of like comes to a head there. Um, but you know, I think there's an expiration date on everything in life. So I think making the most of your relationships and not giving up on the people who wouldn't give up on you is really important. I don't want this to sound like, oh, like cut off your friends when they don't answer your texts. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's just kind of like, you know, focus on the people who focus on you. And there's always going to be rough patches. And that's a part of relationships. If you can get through the rough shit together, then great. Like that's a test. And that's, that happens for a reason. That's, that's a part of it. Um, you know, it's not always rainbows and unicorns. We all know that. Um, so I think what I've been doing recently, and if you're in a similar situation, I would definitely say, you know, look at yourself and say, you know what, could I be making more of an effort? Could I be checking in with my friend? Or is it time to maybe let go? Or is it time to maybe have a conversation about where this relationship is going? Um, I think that's important. And I think, I think more than ever, um, check-ins in general in your relationships, no matter really who they are. And I know that this has kind of been a thing that people do in their like romantic relationships nowadays. I think it's like kind of like a therapeutic like thing, um, is doing like check-ins like weekly, monthly, like, you know, just like being like, Hey, like, you know, like, how are we doing? Like, is there something that we can improve on? Is there something that like we're lacking in, blah, 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 that kind of thing. I think like, I don't really think anything negative can come out of that. Yeah. You might have some uncomfortable conversations, but you know, that's, that's inevitable. And if, you know, you can't have an uncomfortable conversation with this person, then like, what, where is it going anyway? You know what I mean? Um, but 
I also think not letting people take advantage of your kindness, no matter how long they've been around or how much they've done for you is important because this is something I've struggled with for a really long time is it's easy to feel guilt. Like it's really easy to feel guilt, especially with people that have been in your life for so, so, so long. And they've been with you through, you know, countless milestones and like school graduation, you know, just different seasons of life. If they've been with you, it's really easy to feel guilty about maybe letting a relationship go or setting boundaries in your relationship or maybe just, you know, connecting with this person less if if it's if that's, you know, what makes sense for both of you. Um if you know in your heart that someone's going to be in it for the long haul with you, sometimes that changes and sometimes things fizzle out, even though, you know, one day you thought they'd be standing next to you through everything. Um, it's possible and it does happen. Um, so I think it's just really important to kind of acknowledge that. And I think like grieving childhood relationships that you've lost or have changed over time is really important because I don't think it's talked about enough. And I've been reflecting a lot too recently on just kind of like childhood innocence and, just kind of like this nostalgia of being young and feeling like life was so much more simple. And it's so fucking true. And I really wish that when I was younger, I had listened when people, because when you're young, you just, all you want to do is grow up. You just want to get older. You want to mature. And as soon as that happens, you at least for me, I've just realized I I wish I wasn't wishing for that because I wish I, I savored my childhood innocence and those friendships and those relationships and just being a kid and having so much less shit to worry about and to deal with. And like life was just so simple. It was really just existing rather than surviving. And this kind of took a little bit of an existential turn, but like, I'm not really sorry about it. Um, that's that's what that's what I'm here for to just go on random tangents about this shit. But I think, you know, I think it's important to kind of grieve or just kind of work through the emotions that you feel when you think about when you were younger. And and I think a lot of that ties into the relationships that you had at that age. Um and you know, I think let me say too, if you have friends that you've had since you were five, six, seven even younger, like maybe you knew this person when you were still in diapers and, you know, you've been close friends since. That's incredible. But I also think it's it's okay if things change. It's okay if you drift and it's okay if you want to rekindle that. And you're like, you know what? No, fuck this. I'm not happy with us drifting apart. Like you're my best friend. I want to make this work. But at the end of the day, it's a two-way street. Um, and it's scary as shit. Honestly, I won't lie. I mean, I saw my my little this weekend. And, you know, we've been really, really close for years at this point. And she just graduated college. And, you know, she was talking to me about, you know, wanting to move to Spain and, you know, work there. And it's just really surreal when you hear people in your life that you literally would take a bullet for talk about such an incredible and drastic change. It's, it's such a weird feeling because it's so scary 
to me because I'm like, oh my God, like I, you know what I mean? Like I'm worried for her. I'm excited for her. I'm, you know, scared because I'm like, you know what? I don't want to lose touch with her. Like it's just, it's just a really crazy array of emotions and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just something I think it's really important that we're aware of and we kind of are okay with working through. And if you need to talk it through with that person, talk it through with that person. There's literally nothing wrong with that. Um, Communication is key. We know this. But similarly, kind of of similarly, but not really. I just want to pivot a little bit and talk about kind of like healing wounds in romantic relationships and friendships. And this is something I didn't really, quite honestly, I wasn't aware of until like, I don't like a year. No, probably like the pandemic. I really started to get more into like self-development and self-help and um, just doing kind of my own research on the human psyche and just why we do the things that we do, why we act the way that we act. And healing wounds and like your relationships, I think is so incredibly important because these things are literally the root of conflict. They're the root of your relationship at its core. They're the root of your connection. They're the root of your communication styles. They're the root of everything. And something I know that I've definitely had to work on in the past few years is like my codependency habits. I think um, for a while, I really tried to be codependent in my relationships. And I... I think I would assign a lot of my identity to other people and that's not good and like that's not healthy and it's just figuring out kind of those those kinds of things and this obviously doesn't apply to everyone but for me it's something I learned like you know what I I take things a little bit too seriously sometimes because my identity isn't always just my own I'm kind of taking on these other like personas and and feeling a little bit too tied to people in my life that I care about so much. And I don't really think it's because of any ill intentions or anything like that. I just think it's has to do with how I was raised and how I was brought up and and just my own communication patterns and styles that I've developed over my life are always going to be reflected in my relationships because that's just what it is being a human being. Um And on that note, you know, working through any like childhood trauma or anything like that, like is really important in your friendships. And this is not just romantic relationships. This is your friendships. Like, you know, things that I've talked to my, some of my closest friends about is, you know, as we've gotten older and we kind of can look back and talk about some of the patterns and just like the things that we've seen and experienced as friends you know, it's been codependency, you know, intimacy issues, um, you know, like mommy or daddy issues as, as weird and kind of cringe as that sounds like that's, that's important. And, you know, just working through those kinds of things and opening up to each other about them, I think can be so key and just crucial for your relationships. Um, because, they're valid at the end of the day. And this is not only in romantic relationships. This applies to literally everything. Um, I think getting to the root cause of why we are the way we are sometimes can really be so helpful in pulling down those those roadblocks and those barriers and those walls that we've put up that sometimes create more struggles than we 
than we even need to have in our relationships. I think sometimes we overcomplicate shit because that's just, I don't know, maybe it's just a self-sabotage thing or whatever, but I think it's just important to kind of talk to your friends and just be open and honest with each other. And if you, you know, have a friendship or a relationship that you're, you know, you're feeling disconnected, you're feeling kind of negative towards this person or or they're feeling negative towards you or you just feel like something's really shifted and not in a good way, I would definitely encourage you to maybe just reach out and maybe just talk through it. And, you know, I'm not saying, oh, like reach out and be like, you know, you haven't texted me in a month. Is this because of, you know, your daddy issues? No, like that's, that's totally inappropriate and just fucking rude. <laughs> but it's just, I think it's really important to just reach out with your friends, can like just connect, check in, especially nowadays. I think the climate is with social media and, you know, the job market, which is obviously a super relevant thing for people my age. And, Um, I think that society in general is kind of shifting in consciousness a bit. And I think we're kind of on the verge of a lot of huge changes, I think, post-pandemic and just on top of the things that are going on in the economy and all that shit. Um, I think it's just really important to check in with your friends and just make sure that they're doing okay. And hopefully they're doing the same for you. Um, Again, it's important that, you know, it's treated as a two-way street because one-sided relationships are not not the move. And that's just not something you want to involve yourself with. And kind of taking a step back from that, I wanted to talk about kind of being by yourself. And this kind of ties into the whole being alone aspect. Um, I think I've also had a lot of time to reflect on this. I think this weekend I did a lot of thinking um, on this topic because I felt pretty alone recently. And it's weird because, you know, you would think, okay, like you literally live with your boyfriend, you know, you have a a live-in roommate pretty much, you know, you know, you have friends and you hang out with your friends pretty regularly and you talk to your friends regularly and, you know, you have a podcast, which in a sense is kind of like my own little community, which is cool. But I will say I've just felt super alone in terms of, you know, I'm struggling to find a new job and I feel very alone in that struggle. Mind you, I know so many people are going through the same thing, but it's so easy to just feel like a micro piece of a macro puzzle. And that's really just how I felt. I felt like the world's moving a mile a minute and I'm just kind of here, just like watching it all fly by. I feel like my friends are changing and moving away and our relationships are changing and that's really scary and I feel like I don't get to spend as as much time with my boyfriend and and my family and friends as I'd want to because I just think societally oh my god it's structured in a way that we literally spend more time with coworkers if you work than we do our friends and our family which is so beyond me. And I've just thought a lot about, you know, slow and intentional living and how can I pivot and kind of make that more of a value in my life. And it's really hard in the society to do that. Um, because again, like everything is structured so that we are alone and we are isolated in our own way. 
Um, because I can guarantee you that you guys that are listening do not want to spend fucking more time with like Susie and Joe at work than you do with your own kids or your, you know, your partners or your friends. And it's been really hard. And I've, you know, done a lot of thinking about how I can change my life to better acclimate the way that I've been feeling and the way that I want to live. And I've realized that we just have so many distractions. And I think that's a part of, I think that's an integrative part of the isolation and the feeling alone. Because we have so many distractions. We have social media. We have devices everywhere. Everything has been made so convenient that we don't have to even interact with people if we don't want to. It's, you know, we're shifting back to a world where, oh, if you want this job, you need to move to New York. Oh, if you want this job, you need to move to LA. I've literally had job opportunities that, you know, were perfect for me within the past few months and everything was lined up and it was like, oh, well, you have to move. And it's like, I'm not going to uproot my life. Like, it's just so beyond me. It's really hard for me to kind of put the words to it. And I'm trying as, as I'm recording this. But it's just like, it's so frustrating. Because I feel like we're shifting back to a world that's so limiting and so isolating. And it's really frustrating. And I feel like it's, it's, it's exacerbating these feelings of being alone. And I've talked to so many of my friends that are also working jobs that they hate, are also living alone in a city that they're not familiar with, are also struggling in dating, are also struggling. Well, I'm not struggling in dating, but I'm saying like, there's so many of these parallels that I've seen in talking with my closest friends. And it's really frustrating because it's like, why are we all in the same shitty little boat? And everyone's like, oh, this is your 20s, you know, it's rough it gets better, blah, blah, blah. It's just going to be chaotic and you're going to feel alone. There's so much self-discovery and there's obviously a beauty to that. I understand that. I see that, but it's frustrating. And I think we're so accustomed to tuning things out because we have so many distractions and because we're so isolated and we don't want to lean into that loneliness and we don't want to lean into any of those uncomfortable feelings because when we're alone with ourselves, when you're truly and utterly alone with yourself and with your thoughts, like, I mean, alone, alone, there's no background noise or anything. You finally get the chance to tap in to who you are and what you want, what you need to work on. And you really get to evaluate, not evaluate, I keep fucking saying evaluate. You really get to identify the things that genuinely matter to you not the things that everyone told you were supposed to matter like your fucking degree and your that you're now need deep in student loans for and you know hasn't gotten you a fucking job that pays over 40k a year which is literally not even a livable salary it's just you, not the things that everyone's told you that you're supposed to want not the things that society is telling you that you're supposed to want be married at 25 have three kids work until you retire and then you die and I think being alone really allows us to figure out what our path really is. And chances are, it's probably not going to be the path that was maybe laid out for you. 
And it's probably not going to be the path that you once saw for yourself. And I think that's something I've really been realizing is that the things that I really thought that I used to want, I don't want at all. And my life is unraveled in a way that is so far from how I ever expected it to unravel. I can't imagine that unraveling in another way. But it's also, it's just, there's just such a huge disconnect there. And it's really hard because it's literally a shift, a total 360 in mindset when you think you're supposed to be this cookie cutter, you know, person that when you graduate, you get a corporate job, you, you know, put in the work, you're married, you get married, you have kids and you work until you retire and you, you know, then you die. It's like, what the, I don't, I don't really feel like I, I want that. And obviously there's certain parts of that that I do want. Like I, I want to get married and I, you know, might want to have kids one day, but it's, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just really hard. And I've, I've been really struggling with realizing and trying to craft this new path for myself. And I talked a little bit about this in the last episode about how I feel like I'm a very entrepreneurial person. And I've had these different callings and kind of these whispers in my ear about what it is that I'm supposed to do and what it is that my my true, my highest self is telling me that I'm supposed to do because it's incredibly difficult to tune out that background noise. It's incredibly difficult to ignore the things that people have been telling you and literally drilling into your mind what you've been supposed to do with your life for the past you know, 18, 20, 25, 30 years, it's really, really difficult to come to terms with that. And so I think in that I felt very alone because I kind of just feel like I'm branching out on this path that feels so new and so foreign and I don't really know where to start. And it's pretty overwhelming and it's, it's, it's very scary, but at the same time, the thought of it is also very freeing and very, um, it just feels like a a much better outlet for me. And so I've definitely felt very alone in that because tapping into those feelings is really, really scary. And it can feel really depressing and kind of like, it's kind of just like an existential mindfuck truly is the best way that I could describe it. It's, it's very, it's very weird to think in that, in that way. But I think it's also very necessary because I think it's so easy when we're programmed to literally be living on autopilot. When you take a step back and you look at yourself and at your life and you think, yes, so like, this is not what I want forever. And I think leaning into the fact that things are temporary is very important because that is something that's, I think, kind of kept me sane in recent weeks or months because I, it's very easy to think, well, this is all that there is. And I'm unhappy right now. So it looks like I'm just going to be always fucking unhappy. And it's really easy to fall into that, uh, into that kind of mental trap. And I've been really struggling with that and trying to kind of keep myself (laughs) like afloat in that way and just be like, bitch, you're literally 22. Chill the fuck out. A lot of people are in the same boat and are feeling similar to the way that you're feeling. So I know that I'm not alone, um, but 
it's just, it's just hard. I think it's a hard thing to grapple with. And I, I would definitely encourage you if you're feeling like this, push yourself to just sit with yourself, sit with your thoughts, no phone, no laptop, no TV, no background noise, no nothing, literally just sit. And if that means sitting on your fucking porch and staring into oblivion and watching a sunset or something like, yeah, that sounds so stupid, but like do it. If that's what's going to let you genuinely evaluate and look at your life through an honest lens, do that, do it because it's only going to benefit you in the long run, especially if you're feeling this kind of disconnect or kind of this higher calling or, you know, you're just feeling like you don't know where to go from here. Um, so I really hope that some of y'all that are listening can relate to that. I would assume that you can, because I feel like most of the demographic that listens is around this age. So just know and that I hear you and that I feel you. And, you know, if you're feeling that way, it's, it's totally valid and it's totally okay. And doesn't mean that you necessarily are depressed or you have this like existential dread. Maybe you do. And I definitely have had moments where I felt that 100%, but it doesn't have to be forever. And it's okay for things to be temporary. And that's something I also think I want to talk about in future episodes about things that are temporary in your 20s or in this season of life. And something that I think has really helped me, and this is kind of the last thing that I wanted to chat with y'all about, something that I think has helped me tap in, you know, to, to kind of my actual callings, like the things that I genuinely like doing, is finding new hobbies and new passions. My first disclaimer would literally be it is okay if you suck at something as long as it makes you happy and it brings you joy. And if people are going to like clown on you for it, like who gives a fuck? Like the reality is no one is no one that's doing better than you is going to talk down on you or make fun of you. So if people are talking shit about you, just know that they're they're below you. <laughs> and I think finding those outlets can be a really good kind of gateway to figuring out maybe what it is that you want to do with your life. And that's a really huge freaking pill to swallow that we are literally told from such young age, like you have to know what you want to do, like before you're 18 years old so that you can pick the right program in college and yada, yada, yada. I just feel like that is so moronic and just stupid. I think it's a scam, but finding new hobbies and passions and just things that you care about, things that you like, and maybe it's a creative outlet. Maybe it's something different, but finding something like that can be a really great segue. And like, for example, for me with this podcast, it took me months. I had planned this shit out for months. I had episodes planned out. I had graphics planned out. I had social media launch plans, the whole nine. And I was so fucking scared like the reason I didn't do it was because I just kept making excuses. Oh, I don't have time for this. Or, oh, you know, this isn't going to be received the right way. It's not going to hit the right audience. It's not going to grow. It's not going to get big. What is the point? And at a certain point, I literally just was like, Jess, literally shut the fuck up. You don't care what other people think of you. Maybe you did, but like she's dead now. She doesn't, we don't, I don't care what people think anymore. Number one, that's literally the biggest hurdle is starting, getting over that mental hurdle. And number two is 
realizing that it doesn't, you don't need to place so much pressure on things. Like you don't need to have everything figured out when you start. Like you're, the, the reality is like if you, you know, my first podcast episode probably isn't going to be the best one that ever I ever, that I ever have. And, you know, the first drawing or painting that, you know, you do is not going to be the best. It's probably going to look like shit, but like, who cares if you enjoyed it and you had fun and that's important, like that's important and that's totally valid and that's totally okay. And for me, creative outlets have been really big as well as like physical movement. I feel like it's helped keep me inspired and helped keep kind of like my endorphins like flowing, which is really important. Like with the mental health shit, you know, if you know, you know, getting in daily movement is really important, but I think it's allowed me to kind of open up my mind a little bit. I think doing creative things has allowed me to kind of open up my eyes and kind of open up myself to kind of bigger thinking rather than limiting beliefs, which is so important. And it's allowed me to consider ideas like entrepreneurship. It's allowed me to consider growing this podcast into something. It's allowed me to consider leaving my nine to five and doing something completely different, something that no one would have ever expected me to do. And I think, you know, if you're feeling stuck or you're feeling in a rut, I would really encourage you to maybe try, just try something new. And it can literally be anything. You don't need to go take a fucking ceramics class, but like, if you need to like try Pilates or hot yoga, you know, find like a, a club or just kind of like a group that you can just converse with, hang out with, bond with over something. It literally doesn't matter what it is. Anything is something. Um, And like I said, you know, you never know kind of what doors are going to be opened just simply by you taking a chance on something as seemingly small or like innocent as, you know, a podcast or a painting class or a book club or you know, a Facebook group or whatever. It literally does not matter. You never know how things will connect you to your next step or your next move or your next transition in life. And so all that being said, if, you know, you're feeling alone or you're feeling disconnected or you're feeling like your friendships are kind of falling apart, that's okay. I think that's totally normal like I said, literally a million times, check in with yourself, check in with the people that you care about and really just tap into to you and tap into what it is that you really care about in this season and tune out everything else, tune out the background noise and just focus on you and your genuine desires because it's so easy for our inner voices to be literally silenced because we have so much going on outside of ourselves that you don't we don't even know who we are sometimes I think it's really easy to forget who we are and what we care about and how we're even feeling so I think if you're feeling that way it's it's going to be really helpful to just sit with yourself and let yourself be a little bit uncomfortable because I think it'll really benefit you in the long run but With that, we're at almost 45 minutes, guys. So that was the conclusion of episode four. Um, I'm probably going to leave a poll on today's episode just 
kind of asking you guys a question, like a fun little question. I think it's fun for like engagement and stuff like that. And it gives me like a little bit of insight into my audience and what you guys are thinking, how you're feeling, what you care about, what you're listening to. So uh, with that, I I really love you guys. I hope that you're having a good week. If you're struggling, you're kind of in a fucking rut like I am. I, you know, if you feel like you're alone, know that at least you have one other person that's with you. And I can guarantee you that there are a lot more where that came from, especially if you are 22 like myself. So with that, I will see you guys Thursday. Um, as always, you know, all of my links to the podcast socials, um, to, you know, Spotify and Apple, uh, streaming for the podcast, that'll all be linked, um, in the show notes. And it's also linked in my Instagram, uh, like the sensitive, not sorry, Instagram bio. So if you guys ever need to access any of that stuff, you know where to go, but until next time, I will see you guys on Thursday. Love you guys. Bye.